This podcast was created with Anchor. You can download Anchor for free on the App Store or Google Play. Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the NFL Actually podcast. I'm Rosa, and today I'm going to be previewing the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. There are some exciting matchups to talk about. But before I get started, I want to remind everyone to check out the NFL Actually website if you want more football content. You can find it at nflactually.blogspot.com. Now, let's get started. So the first game of the divisional round is the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field on Saturday at 3.35 p.m. Central Time. There's a lot of hype surrounding this game, given that the Rams have the number one defense in the league and the Packers have arguably the best offense. I personally think that the Chiefs have better offense, but the Rams are, or the Packers are definitely high up there. Also, the Devontae Adams versus Jalen Ramsey matchup is getting a lot of buzz and who's going to win this all pro (laughs) um, rivalry between these two players. And also... Matt LaFleur, who is the Packers head coach, and Sean McVay, who is the Rams head coach, are pretty good friends. They've coached together uh, for the Washington football team, and also Matt LaFleur coached under Sean McVay while he was an offensive coordinator for the Rams. Going into this matchup, the Green Bay Packers are coming off of a bye, being the number one seed. So... They do not have very many injuries. The only notable one that was announced yesterday is that defensive lineman Kingsley Keek is doubtful for the game, while the Rams have a few injuries that have been making some headlines. Earlier in the week, Sean McVay announced that Jared Goff will be starting as quarterback, which has been talked about for the last few weeks as he suffered a broken thumb in his game versus the Seahawks, and then he was out for a week, and then he wasn't the starter last week, but he had to come in because John Wolford took a pretty hard hit. So he is starting this week. Jared Wolford was ruled out for his neck injury. Offensive lineman David Edwards is questionable, and Cooper Cup was ruled questionable, which will have a pretty big effect on this game, whether he plays or not, him being a pretty significant wide receiver, and Jared Goff's most, probably his most favorite target. Also, Terrell Lewis has been ruled out, and Aaron Donald has not had a game status revealed to the media yet, so that'll also have a pretty big effect on the game. I do think either team could win this game. Obviously, the Rams are the underdogs, being the sixth seed and going to play at Lambeau, where it is pretty chilly, although it is an afternoon game, so it won't be as cold as the late night ones. It's still a pretty big um, thing to adapt to for an LA team. At the end of the day, I think it will come down to that Rams defense and Packers offense matchup. Really, if Ramsey can shut down Adams, because we all know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be throwing a lot, and he is most likely going to have to find a new target if Ramsey is not if Ramsey is performing well. So that'll be the main thing. I'll be watching this game. Obviously, 
the Packers defense and Rams offense are going to have to pull through because it doesn't matter if the Rams defense has an amazing game. If the offense can't do anything, the Packers are going to come away with a win. Same thing with the Packers defense. If they have a terrible game, there's no way that the Packers are going to be able to win unless they are having a show-stopping performance. So this will definitely be a fun matchup to have. And for this game, I think that the Packers will pro. I kind of don't know how I feel about this because I want the Rams to win because I'm a Vikings fan. So, you know, I got to root against the Packers, but I think the Packers have a very good shot. So I'm really just leaving this one up in the air. Now let's move on to our next matchup. The Buffalo Bills are playing at home against the Baltimore Ravens on Saturday at 7.15 p.m. Central Time. These teams are both very hot right now. The Buffalo Bills just won their seventh straight game against the Indianapolis Colts, and the Ravens just won their sixth straight game against the Tennessee Titans last week. Both of these games were very close. The Ravens surprised me. I kind of thought the Titans were going to win, but obviously I knew the Ravens were a good team, so I knew they could do it. And the Bills game surprised me because I thought they were going to blow out the Colts, but the game was pretty close, coming down to the end of the wire at the last few seconds of that game when the Bills were able to defend a Hail Mary for the win. Now, for injuries, the Bills released a injury report yesterday, and some of the notable people are defensive end Daryl Johnson is questionable, while they haven't released anyone else. Stephon Diggs did suffer an injury last week, and he was at practice with full participation on Thursday, so he will most likely be back and ready to go tomorrow. Some other people, um, Tyler Bass had an injury, but I think he'll be back. It's kind of weird when teams kickers get hurt. Also, Cole Beasley, he has been in limited practice uh, performances this past week. So, or he's had limited participation. So, he is questionable as well, but I think he'll probably be able to play tomorrow. They probably just didn't want to hurt him too much. They just wanted to save him. On Baltimore side of things, defensive and Derek Wolfe is not listed for the game. Tackle DJ Fluker is questionable. Cornerback Marcus Peters is questionable. And linebacker Matthew Juden is not listed. And he'll probably be out because he has an illness. And the biggest dent in the Baltimore Ravens is definitely Marcus Peters. He's had a very good season as a cornerback. And that's really going to hurt them because... Obviously, the Bills will most likely have Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs, who are tough targets to cover, especially when you don't have your starting cornerback in. These teams are both very high scoring, the Bills averaging 31.3 points per game and the Ravens averaging 29.3 points per game. And the defenses, though, are a little bit more mismatched. 
The Ravens have only allowed 13 points per game, while the Bills 24, which is still good, but not close at all to the Ravens statistics. And the Ravens have had a pretty tough year compared to Bills. They've been hit pretty hard with COVID. They had that one game against the Steelers that was just like half of their team was out, it felt like at least. But since then, as I said before, they just had their sixth win, so they've really been coming back strong. And there's been a lot of talk about like Lamar Jackson this year. After coming off of a MVP season, people are, are saying he was overrated or that was just like one lucky year. But he's shown, especially last week, he had a very good performance. He's still throwing well and especially running well. And this team has just shown perseverance throughout the season. So it makes me kind of want to bet on them. Also, the fact that I'm a Chiefs fan and the Bills, um, in my opinion, are probably the only team in the NFL that has like a very like reasonable shot at beating the Chiefs. But I still think this one is kind of in the air, as I said with the last game, Rams versus Packers, because the Ravens just last week they showed how good their defense was, even though all the talk is about their offense. The fact that they were able to shut down Derrick Henry was so impressive. But the fact that they don't have their cornerback, their number one cornerback this week, makes me kind of doubtful. I am going to predict that the Bills win this game at home in the cold. But I do think it will be exciting. And I'm I'm excited to see which quarterback will have the better performance because... Josh Allen has also had a very good year under center. And he is thrown for over 4,000 yards. He's almost at 4,600. So I do think that the Bills will probably take home the win. But let's hope for a good game between these two hot teams. Now, let's take a little break. On Sunday at 2.05 p.m. Central Time, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be taking on the Cleveland Browns at Arrowhead Stadium. This game has a lot of people excited. A lot of people are rooting for the Browns to upset the Chiefs after the upset that the the Browns pulled off last week against the Steelers, completely shutting them out in the first quarter and continuing to outscore them in the end of the game. I do not think that the Chiefs will be able to continue that streak of upsetting, but I do think this will be a close game because every game the Chiefs play seems to end up being close because, I don't know, it's just like how the Chiefs are, I guess, but they are clearly the better team going into this, although I will give the Browns credit. They are a good team. I did think that they were going to beat the Steelers, so I'm not surprised to see them here. However, I will be surprised if the Browns upset the Chiefs in this game. The Chiefs are coming off of a bye week, them being the number one seed with the best record in the NFL. They are coming off of a loss to the Chargers. However, in that week 17 game, they did rest all, well, not all, but all of their most important starters, which kind of concerns me because I've seen a few stats showing that 
that's not always the most beneficial thing. However, I do think it has many benefits with your players not being able to get hurt. However, the Chiefs do still have some injuries. Here are some of the most notable ones. Running back Clyde edwards Lair, the running back rookie, is questionable for this game. He got hurt back in the Tampa Bay game, I think, and with an ankle injury. And he was supposed to be back for the playoffs, but he is still questionable. But hopefully he'll be okay. Sammy Watkins was ruled out for this game. And also, Le'Veon Bell, he did have an injury, but he should be good to go. And that's really it for all the notable injuries for the Kansas City Chiefs. And for the Cleveland Browns, they have a few injuries. Malcolm Smith is questionable, along with... Wyatt Teller, and that's really it for them. So even though they don't, they played last week, they still have less injuries than the Chiefs. And they are coming off, like I need to acknowledge how impressive their win was without having a coach for most of the week and not being able to practice in person due to COVID. That's just so impressive that they were able to beat a number three seed for in a playoff game for the first time in 18 years. Or maybe 19. Still a very long time. But we can credit the Browns as much as we want. The Chiefs are just too good. I'm going to look really dumb if they do lose this game. But I think everyone else is thinking it. They have the best quarterback in the league. As well as the best tight end in the league. And one of the best wide receivers in the league. I think McCole Hardman is very good. As well as Tyreek Hill. Even though they don't have Sammy Watkins. And also, their running back, their run game is really good, and Andy Reid is an amazing coach. So they just have really everything going for them, not much to lose. I do think that the Browns could win if they score a crap ton of points because the Chiefs' offense is very good, but it's not outstanding lights out like their offense is. And also, to beat the Chiefs, you have to score a lot, so if the offense can perform very very well maybe but the Chiefs always seem to come on top even when it doesn't look like that it's going to happen for them if you remember last year they got a they were down by at least 10 points in every playoff game including the Super Bowl and in all of the game those games they came back and won so I do think this game is going to be close I think maybe the Browns will have a lead at some point but the Chiefs will come back and win this game and I don't really know what to expect from the Browns I think they're probably going to shut down one part of the offense maybe the run game maybe the pass game or maybe those provide a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes but I do think that the Chiefs will be able to work around it with their high talented offense also I want to add I think it's kind of funny this game is the progressive insurance versus state farm insurance quarterback spokespeople i don't know i just think that's pretty funny i saw that on tiktok and it made me laugh the final game of the divisional round 
is going to take place on Sunday night at 5.40 p.m. Central Time. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are headed over to the Dome to face the New Orleans Saints for the third time this season. This game will have two veteran quarterbacks facing off against one another, 43-year-old Tom Brady and 42-year-old Drew Brees. The internet has poked a lot of fun at that this week, along with those two themselves. And another funny statistic is that all the AFC playoff quarterbacks are younger than Jared Goff, who is the youngest NFC playoff quarterback. So, who, and he is 26, so I thought that was pretty funny, the age difference, along with Aaron Rodgers, who's 37. So, the NFC's got a lot of, you know, more experienced quarterbacks, which is always fun to watch. This could be Drew Brees' last season, most likely will be, but nothing set in stone, obviously. And he is looking to get his second Super Bowl ring, which is crazy. He's only had one, but, you know, maybe he'll be able to make it to the Super Bowl again. On the injury report for the Buccaneers, Alex Kappa is on the injured reserve, who he is the guard. And then safeties, Andrew Adams and Jordan Whitehead are both questionable. That is pretty not looking good for Tampa Bay because... Having both of their safeties out is definitely going to have a dent in the, in the defense. But I think their defense is still strong enough where they can do well without those two players. Also for the Bucks, running back Ronald Jones, second, is questionable. And defensive tackle Jeremiah Ledbetter is ruled out. For the Saints, wide receiver Traquan Smith is on the injured reserve. And running back Latar- Latavius Murray is questionable. And Taysom Hill is questionable, which I think that is not good for the Saints because he's had such a positive effect on the season. He's done very well in all aspects of the game. He's such a unique player, and I think he's such a special part of that offense. So hopefully, if the Saints want to win, hopefully he'll be back. And cornerback Patrick Robinson, along with center Will Clapp, have been ruled out. So that is the situation for this matchup. Both of these teams are about the same on points per game, but the Saints have a statistically much better defense. But, you know, these are two very strong offenses, so yeah, any really anything could happen. The Saints have lost to good teams, and they've smushed bad teams, while Tampa Bay has really been all over the place. I think the Buccaneers are going to win this game. I just think they have all around more of a stable team on all sides. And I think the Saints could win it, but I just think the Buccaneers kind of want it more. And the Saints have been in the playoffs for the past four years, and they've not made it to the Super Bowl every single time. So something tells me that they are going to continue that streak. And it's unfortunate for Drew Brees. But I just think Tom Brady kind of wants revenge after last year. He was knocked out of the playoffs so early. So this will be an exciting Sunday night game. I'm looking forward to it. And again, let's hope for a good game. Thank you so much for listening to the first ever NFL Actually podcast. For more NFL Actually content, you can subscribe to the podcast or check out the website nflactually.blogspot.com. Again, thanks for joining me. Let's hope for an entertaining week of football.